Well, that's exactly right. What we've done is we've taken the 360, we've added a DSP, and then we've... What happened to your eyes? That big eye. You will need eyes to see. Culture Purgatory, this is Jeremy. This is Deason. And Chris Shaw Montans. Woo! Woo! Back. Um, we're all here together to, to continue on our really Thanksgiving heartwarming movies <laughs> month. Uh, <laughs> we're on a roll. <laughs> Holy shit. And unbeknownst to me, I forgot all about this because I've seen the movie twice, but it's been a long time. Another movie with a wedding in it. I had no idea. Totally forgot right, about right. it. Here you go. Yeah. What uh, a family. I, I know we're picking family movies, family. and sometimes uh, family be like that, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It, feel, it feels very realistic. Mm. Oh, yeah. I do, Watch I her do. just making this terrible choice, fucking marrying an unrecognizable Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> this guy, I was like, no <laughs> fucking way. Yeah, yeah dude. he's incredible. He deserved an Oscar for this role. He, he is, he, dude, every moment he's on screen, I was like, just laughing. Oh, my. He's such a dumb fuck. Yeah, he oh, seems, yeah. He seems like a Mike Judge character, like come to life. He does. He oh, really wow. does. Yeah, that's like, really he'd be well best said. friends with the guy with the mold who wants to, you know, two chicks at the same time, man. Yeah, <laughs> Hell yeah. Yo, Peter, turn on channel eight. It's like a cancer breast exam. The breast exam lady again. <laughs> man, you got her titty, man. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't tell anyone. <laughs> the case oh, that's the neighbor. He's no, fine. Man. There's. I kick someone's ass for some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Another great movie. Yeah, we're yeah. on. Uh, this is this this was my pick for family movies. Uh, you know that nice warm family feeling during Thanksgiving is a oh, 2002 definitely. film called About Schmidt. My name is Warren R. Schmidt. I am 66 years old and recently retired. Helen and I have been. Married 42 years. Don't dilly-dally. Lately, I find myself asking the same question. Who is this old woman who lives in my house? But then there's Jeannie. She's our only. Recently, she got engaged. I think she could have done a heck of a lot better. It's not a pyramid scheme. A lot of people think it's a pyramid scheme, but it's not. People used to raise their eyebrows because I breastfed him until he was almost five, and I say, well, you just look at the results. My father didn't think so much of you at first. 
Martini? I'm on my way out to see you. You're coming now? Don't tell me you couldn't use a little extra help with all those wedding arrangements. Life is short. And I can't afford to waste another minute. Do you have any pictures of your daughter in your wallet? No. I might have one of George Washington. <laughs> Warren. I hope I'm not intruding. As a father of the groom, I'd like to welcome our guest. Can't we just enjoy our food? I just wanted to acknowledge that we're gathered together as a family for the very first time. I know what I want, and I know what I've got to do. What's up? You're making a big mistake. I mean, look at these people. All of a sudden, you're taking an interest in what I do? I know we're all pretty small in the big scheme of things, and I suppose the most you can hope for is to make some kind of difference. But what kind of difference have I made? Warren, what is the matter? I'm okay. It still seems pretty weird for this to be happening today. I have these left over from my hysterectomy. They've expired, but I think it's okay. Mr. Schmidt will have a seat right there, right? Mr. Schmidt? Mr. Schmidt? And uh, I Directed picked this by one. Alexander Payne, which makes a lot As of sense. Said, yeah, <laughs> yes, which tracks very well. Uh, I watch this movie probably once every two weeks for like the span of three years. And I don't know <laughs> oh. what my obsession. I don't know what my obsession was with it. And there's a lot that I and I then hadn't watched it for maybe a decade. Uh, yeah. But my obsession with it then is like, and I come to understand this movie different now, is like I was telling you guys in Texas, is kind of a choose-your-own-adventure movie. You could right. consider this completely to be a comedy and nothing else, or you could consider this to be like the most tragic, this is the plight of man to just do what he's told and then have no purpose in life and everything. Or, or the darkest comedy of, have you ever seen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Which, uh, yeah, you can have both, I believe. Yeah, you could have the darkness and the comedy. Which I, I, this is one of the reasons I religiously watched this in my twenties. I thought it was hilarious, but yeah, also me too. Depressing enough to be like, oh, that's really fucking sad. But if we're gonna be sad about everything, because this is what happens well in life, right. you might as well laugh at it, because this is the ride, dude. Yeah, I mean, when when he comes back home and he finds his wife dead, I laughed. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. I don't know what that means oh, for about me, but like coming too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of you, you just but also so like shit on her. Yeah. And, but you can tell that's it's, it's, they kind of line up every little thing in his life to be followed up by a failure. Like even his wife being dead was something simple, and he's kind of a piece of shit a little bit too. But his his yeah. personal decisions that he tries to impose on others. His daughter's a little bitch too. Absolutely, dude. There's yeah. This is another one of those no good people in the movie. His wife was a bitch. His best friend fucking cheated. Like every single person oh, yeah. in this movie is garbage. Oh, like I ever. called that too at the at the beginning. I even wrote it in my notes. It's like, oh, dude, that guy's crying way too much. Too He's hard. More yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was fucking Helen. Yeah. And it's too good for this world. Too good for this world. And uh, yeah, I mean, he could have potentially, which you know, underwritten, could have saved Helen if he didn't stop to get a, some ice cream, which is at Dairy Queen, which is fucking hilarious. I love it. Dilly yeah, dally. Dally. Dilly dally. Yeah, he's yeah. like, well, he's gonna oh. dilly dally. That little grin on his face when he drives into the Dairy Queen, like, yeah, I'm breaking the rules, man. I'm breaking the fucking yeah. rules. Right now. I'm really living large, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, let me uh, kind of uh, unless you want to do it, Tron. Give us no, sir. You, you're you're great at it, man. Hit it. 
All right. So um, a recently uh, retired man embarks on a journey to his, his uh, to his estranged daughter's wedding, only to discover more about himself than and life than he ever expected. Mm, which that's fucking true. Yeah. Really? And more, I'd say. I'd say even more than that. But uh, yeah. And I love road adventure movies too. Like where Beats he's on the road. road. He's like bitching about that fucking Winnebago at the beginning. I'm like, man, I would fucking kill. I probably wouldn't get one that big. I'd save some money, but damn, I'd love that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, one. yeah. Well, remember, that's his bitch wife that made him do this too. In yeah, his exactly. words. In his words. <laughs> <laughs> you bought her the cheapest coffin. <laughs> It was the second, yeah, right? It was the second cheapest. <laughs> a pine box? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Brutal. Just, and I looked at so it, I was like, rich. such a nice looking coffin. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know the difference like in price between coffins, honestly. It almost looked like a present box. I was kind of like, huh. Oh. <laughs> it looked yeah. kind of weird to me. I was like, oh, It did look kind of weird, but I liked it. It looked nice. Um, and I was like, is it the cheap? Oh, but then you, you hear, all, because I mean, you can't blame the guy too much. He's like so phased out. Like everybody's talking the whole time. Like here's going to cost this much money. The plot's going to cost this much money. The pastor's like, don't oh, worry yeah, about yeah. Falls, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Just like, whoa, what the fuck? I'm just zoning out, dude. And um, it, it's a, it's a very fascinating tale about a man who never really decided to, to ever be himself or to actually grow up. And he well, I mean, seems... I feel like a lot of yeah, a lot of people get locked in that because they want to take care of their families. You know what I mean? You don't want to risk it. Mm-hmm. But he also seems like he never understood why he should have a family in the first place. Right. And I know a lot yeah. of people like this. They just follow exactly like the plan life that was the told plan you're since supposed birth. To do, yeah. You're supposed to go to school. You're supposed to go to college. You're supposed yeah. to join some fucking married, fraternity. Kids, and then you kid. go. And this is this is the life plan that was set upon especially for the age that he is in this movie and the what he would have family. been going through that right. so that absolutely right the nuclear family look and how miserable he is yeah, yeah. this is the Just life that is set it. before him and it's like man if i had a chance to do anything else or, or to become whatever something or i had the and you're always told you're the belief to be somebody but you're just another cog in the system like all throughout the 70s 80s 90s and then some kid comes in and just throws all your work life's work in the trash can is like i got it i, I gotta go catch another meeting across town like go fuck right. yourself kind of thing then no, that, that's that pretty much what it is. hilarious it is just want to is. see if you had any more questions he's got the eyebrows going the whole fucking time <laughs> we forget to mention that Nick, uh jack nicholson is schmidt and uh, warren schmidt he's the main character he's fantastic in this film man amazing yeah he's great i great think it was his part. last academy award nomination <clears throat> He won the golden. Yeah, I saw in the trivia. Oh, he won golden the golden. Globe, Globe. Yeah. He's like, uh, I thought we were made a comedy, and that's what I thought too. Oh yeah, me too. But it, but it is fucking sad. It's depressing. Yeah, but it's course. real. It's so fucking yeah, true to earth. I I know people like in my company that I worked with like ten years ago that went to retirement that would sit at their desk and stare at the clock with their briefcase fold up, waiting for the last second to tick before they stood up out of their desk and left. Like right on the day they were retiring. Like that's insane. And then they're just like, yep, time to go home to my wife that I hate and then retired (laughs) and then absolutely. And I have like, I'm not even joking, four or five cases of people I know that went through this exact situation in life retired. We're like, oh, fuck, this is way more time than I like being around my wife. Uh, They hate each other. He has no (laughs) hobbies because he's worked so hard that he's never had time for anything else but work. So he's got nothing to do and just kind of everything starts falling apart. They try to get back into the workforce to have something to do, it's it's like I on the I, I can't wait. I, there's a million things I'd rather be fucking doing. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah, 
Yeah, I want to buy a fucking Winnebago or something and travel the states. I would love. Yeah, I always wanted to. Same. That yeah. seems sick as hell, dude. That's a big dream for me too. And just go travel and see baseball stadiums because it takes you to all the main cities and go see oh, yeah, all that'd shit. Be awesome. And be but awesome. this this situation for this dude was like none of that was ever given. Like that option never happened. That's why we're kind of blessed in a way because we are the generation we're born in weren't put in so much scrutiny as like in expectations for how you're going to get brought up as theirs was, but it still exists in our generation. Cause I have people right. my age that are literally going through the motions of exactly this. And I can see it them in like your age. Yeah. My I mean, age. I know people I, like yeah. this too. And yeah, I like so I many people, people who exactly got married like right out of high school. Yeah. Did yeah. the whole thing. Now they're yeah. all divorced and remarried. Yep. 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 Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. or they're in very miserable marriages and they're going to ride it out until they're 65 they're and then they got each other. Oh Yeah. Exactly, dude. You see all the drama on Facebook. <laughs> I just <got> That's <laughs> all I ever use it for anymore, anyways. Is the sweet, sweet drama, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny too, because like then they just kind of hop around, like partner hopping, you know. Because when you live in the same place your whole life, there's only so many options, you know. Yeah. So it's always it's someone you know, and someone. There's nothing wrong with that either. You know, it's just crazy. Yeah, but for for them for them specifically, it's like this is the neighborhood I grew up in. This is the guy I went to high school with that I have a crush on, and I'm 42, and I'm gonna cheat on my husband with this guy. It's like what? <laughs> Damn, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Dude. Down back in sophomore year. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is happening, man? It really shows you these sort of uh, uh, gray, cold uh, Omaha, Nebraska landscape. Oh Earth. yeah, that's fair. Uh, it's great. The whole opening is really fantastic. Where like it shows you a bunch of cityscapes, and there's no sound at all. The cityscape starts to like fade in as we get into like. Wasn't working. Yeah, it's really it's like, really really fuck? cool scene. And you know, all these boxes behind Schmidt, and he's watching the clock, and you can't really tell whether or not he's happy about what he's done or not. He, he seems to be really in a gray area most of the time. Every once in a while it'll come out, but like most of the time he's he's mm. never really breaking out of his own skin. Almost the entire yeah. movie he never really breaks out ever. You're um, right. You're right. He kind of he kind of just floats the line and then some of the emotion he shows you're like that's that's probably fake like his little fake smile and you're like oh, yeah. okay that's not real but it's hard to tell what he's really feeling in those moments right. until you see those breakout moments like you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I do him. like when he tries to make out with the mom from the Torkelsons. <laughs> that is, oh, man, that is a fucking that, oh, that hurt my stomach watching. Oh that god, oh watching shit like that kills me. Oh. I don't know what it is because it's still funny, but it's like, oh, and it, it, it's ha, ah, it's I'm just like, like they I'm, opened up their arms to you, and it was the first time someone showed him, and he's like. You know more about me in these th- whatever thirty minutes than my wife has known in, in forty-two hour. years. Yeah, two years, dude. Fuck. Yikes. And then goes to oh, he's poor, sad, sad man. Sad, yeah. sad man. <laughs> she, just, is, is, is the, the husband says like like he's an armchair like psychologist or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's it? What's uh? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Just figures him out immediately. Like the whole. It's a whole, it, the whole scene kind of reminds me of like um, that scene in. I hate the. I, I think I'm not sure if I mentioned this before. That, that scene in like um, in Zodiac, where like Jake Hall is like hanging out in that dude's room or in the kitchen or whatever, and the the, the killer who he thinks might be the killer is like, yeah, I got all the information down in the basement. We want to come down there and check it out. He's like, um, no, yeah, um, nah, that's nah, it's cool. And he's like, you sure? I mean, I have everything down. He's like, no, you know what? It's cool. I'll, I'll just leave. I'll leave. It's just like quiet for a long time. He's like. I'm going to leave. It's just fucking tension with no, uh, <laughs> with no music. It's a super silent. Like, this is like, super yeah, eerie. This was like, 
cringe dread coming. You know what I mean? You know yeah. what's gonna. At first, I'm thinking, wait, is she gonna cuck him? Like, is this the husband gonna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, well, here's young too. and comfy. Eh? <laughs> I thought he's gonna be in the, the, the the husband's gonna have like a camera outside the window, like some voyeurism shit, like the, <laughs> yeah, fucking fuck fucking with her. From what I hear, that's pretty heavy in the RV community. And I initially, when <laughs> I, I believe it, and still a lot of the times that I watch this movie, it's still. Uh, and have not seen it in a long time, came back and rewatched it. And when he goes to the thing, goes, ahoy, matey. And I was like, is that a signal to be like swingers? Swingers? Yeah. He goes, and then he's like, uh, may, may I come on board? And then Jack goes, huh? He's like, can, can I see the <laughs> you RV? Come man? Aboard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Permission to come on board. He goes, huh? And he goes, <laughs> can, I, can I see the RV, man? Like, it's just yeah, like, can I, can I come inside? Like, uh, do you not have it? He's obviously wants to see it. Right. Oh, he uh, wants to see it for sure. 30 footer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Pretty pleased with it. <laughs> now, is it, is this, is this Jimmy? Is this just me or this, this movie has some weird, like, wood fascination? Like, the company works for is, it's Woodman. <laughs> That's um, a real company, too, apparently. Yeah, the company's called Woodman. Uh, his his uh, RV is full of gross old that old nineties wood. It's all over the place. Well, this is the people, um, man. Yeah, yeah, that's the other people. Yeah, his his RV is fucking nice. Yeah, well, even, he, jazz, no, his, even jazz his, when he was she was talking about it, she was like, "Was this shot in the eighties? Like when they thought?" And this is around the age where they were probably making or seventies, where yeah. like this these characters were probably making decisions on and set for the rest of their life of like. This looks good. It's like that wood paneling shit. Yeah. It's that fucking uh, it's, it's it's your first apartment complex cap wood wood cabin. Right. cabin. Yeah, yeah. Be, be, like my grandmother's like, first house. Exactly. exactly. Like that yeah. Weird wood. Yeah, yeah. Bread like a bread uh, breadboard sort of situation bread cabin situation. But also the the whole talk about like the coffin, how cheap it is. You know, it was like <laughs> oh, yeah. the sort of wood situations. I find it very fascinating. It's sort of like a almost like an all kind of pain thing to do. Almost. Oh wow! But like, I kind of, I kind of found that weird, and also more well, interesting. And I found these sort of like um, the cow situation. You know, where like uh, he's at some point like he oh, focuses yeah. on a, a cow. There's a cow trailer, and somebody's spraying out the cow trailer. And then at some point, he's like, he sees the, the cow trailer oh, drive the by. Yeah, at the funeral. and he's just like, it's like it's kind of like going through taking the cow to be basically slaughtered, so slaughtered. slaughtered to die. And, yeah, like, it's, it's, and that's it's, how he sees himself. Awesome as, as, imagery. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome, dude. And he, that, of course, it's how he sees himself as an insurance adjuster who specifically focuses on like how old people, what the death rate is, to calculate yeah. thing about you. And he's like, I could calculate that my own death is going to be seventy five percent, like in the that's next crazy. seven years, unless so. I remarry. And then, like he, he's looking at his life in a calculated. And so to see those cows going by, he's like, Yeah, I'm on my death march. Right. He's like, I'm on my trip to slaughter right now. Right, we're all heading out, buddy. Uh, and it's like it's like the slaughter of like you could you consider it like to be slaughtered to be dead soon or slaughter that like I have to truly like um eat my I'm words and just be happy for my daughter because <laughs> like yeah, oh, yeah no, I do love that I mean I know that's way the way towards the end but I thought he he nails the speech even though it's so obvious that's not at all what he really wanted to say no. Mm -hmm. This dumb oh. fucking kid is banging my daughter. <laughs> yeah, and he opened the poop. I love, I love that the people that nincompoop. That's such a good one. I, I like the way he opens up to people and lies out. Like even, even the the kid that he's writing to, uh, the Tanzanian boy in Dugu. Like he's writing letters to who can't, who can't who can't read or write or do anything, but he's pouring his heart out. 
and he still lies to that guy like, oh, my oh, daughter, yeah. my daughter, my daughter really wanted me. me to show up early. But, you know, I was going to take a sideline and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it's yeah. time for me. And he's like almost crying at the phone. You know what she's saying? Fuck no. She's bitch. She, <laughs> she did not want him no. to come early. But it's still all. it's it's lying self-importance, like because he craves self-importance. So he lies to the people around him about his self-importance. So even his wife, when he like goes to the office and comes back, is like, oh, oh yeah, they really needed me there. I, I needed to sort out some things for them. It's a good thing I. A couple loose ends. Couple loose ends. Yeah. I do, I do like the scene though when they get home after the um, retirement f- uh, dinner, which we have to talk about the, the retirement dinner. We'll get there. But like that scene where they get home with the rain and the phone's ringing, and she picks up, the wife picks up the phone. And she's like, "Oh, it's Janine, dear." And he's like, "Oh, Janine." She takes his he gets his jacket and he, like kind of puts a tie up a little bit. Like, right, yeah, man. tucks it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, tucks, yeah it's oh. very sweet. And I like the whole like this whole conversation about um, the the uh, the pajamas or the, not the pajamas the uh, the what is it uh, the robe uh, robe right? Tell him thank you for the robe. <laughs> you <laughs> no, know I can use it really right now more than the other time. And then the whole like like the, the wife like like did you talk to uh, whatever his name is? Did you talk to Roy or whatever? It's Randall. like Randall. Randall, yeah. Did you talk to Randall? No, he was he wasn't there. It was just Janine. He's like you didn't ask her to ask him to come to the phone. No, he wasn't. Well, on the you phone. should have. Like woman. But then he has reason because Randall is dude. The cringiest moments in this movie are Randall. Like, hey, do you want to take a break from your wife to talk about this pyramid scheme? Your wife just dying. (laughs) Or like, there's moments that he's always in the background or goes in for a mutual hug or tries to take lead on a speech that goes poorly. It's like everything about that character and the way that music is handled in this movie needs to be talked about big time because this is probably one of the hardest jobs. And I'm not completely like sold on how music was handled in this movie because I don't know how else you would do it because again you can remember the music. Right. It's forgettable. Honestly. And and the reason why it was like traveling that awesome like, wedding singers. <laughs> oh right. Yeah. <laughs> that for sure. But the a lot of the music flute. otherwise was handled <laughs> like a uh it had like an international world music sound combined with like road traveling for the majority of it. And right. the and reason the goofy, why is a goofy they, sort of like nineties comedy theme too. Yeah. Like, Andy Newman piano shit. Yeah, some new yeah. shit. Yeah. There's also a, there's also a piece of music that you hear they hear they use in here a couple of times, like a, a very haunting, like eerie piano piece, which I actually heard on last podcast when they did their um their Ed Gein series back in the day. Oh really? Yeah. I was like, what is that from? And I was like, oh shit, it's oh, from that episode. But like it's this very eerie but also it's it's all over the place i mean it makes sense though i mean this dude is truly all over the place man i mean this is like but uh, but also uh, watching the movie too like i i don't think that they want to tell you how to feel about what's happening in this movie they don't want you to feel sad about it and they don't want you to laugh at it so it's kind of hard for like the music to guide you in one direction or another even though it kind of half-ass does every now and then but doesn't really Mm -hmm. so it's kind of weird yeah i mean Uh, yeah I agree. I'm not, I know. I completely agree, man. It's, it's Alex, Alexander Payne. I mean, he's it, he's like a stage writer. He, he he's, it makes sense. Like you, it's all you, man. You figure that shit out. You know, whatever you whatever you whatever you feel at the end of the day, that's how you feel about it. You know. So I mean, the music is very much. He also yeah. directed uh, Sideways, and there's a lot. Of, this music is very similar to Sideways too. It's, it's the goofy. same guy. Yeah, yes, Rolf Kent did the same stuff, and he yeah. did a bunch of other shit. Oh, man, that's the only Alexander Payne movie I really don't like. Downsizing. Mm. Oh, downside. I, I, I said sideways. Yeah, but Matt Damon. Yeah. Ugh. Just didn't. I don't want that one, but I've seen side, sideways is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Sideways is awesome. Dude, it's so good, dude. That's I another one. Election. I, I love election. I don't think I've seen election. Election. He did election. Wow, makes that makes yeah. sense too. I love yeah, election, man. 
<laughs> One of the best. I remember seeing that like in junior high. I was like, man, this movie's fucking weird. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It was to where the MTV produced it. <laughs> it was the MTV movie. Oh, that's right. Oh, I think that's it was that it. one. Oh shit. Okay. I think that's I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, man. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But yeah, no, you're right. The music is just, it's just there. It's just kind of, it's just there to yeah. really, you know, be a backing piece, you know, like you're saying, like a backdrop. Yeah. Not, like you're saying, Chris, not dictating how to feel or whatever. Kind of has to be, right? But yeah, uh, there's, there's so much in this movie that just like, it, you just see this man getting fucking crumbled. Every That's single awful. thing at just going to go visit his childhood home. It's a fucking tire shop. And like, just <laughs> <laughs> that, that's like which so totally reminded me of that scene in fucking gross point blank. He goes to the gas station. He's like, Oh, mom, it's the gas the station. Fucking house. Sold the house. What the fuck, mom? <laughs> it's my childhood home. <laughs> it's my childhood home, man. But the and then I love when he's even... talking to the store person because you can tell the store person just doesn't get doesn't shit. Care. Oh, <laughs> oh well, that's neat. <laughs> my yeah. living room, you see the living room was right there, and back here you, you see the bedroom. Yeah, just... you're not gonna believe this. Yeah. And he's just like chewing his his tongue the whole time. It's like fuck. And like he can make yeah. for a great memory, and it's like fucking he hear you can hear his memories and his mother in the background walking out the window. It's like they kind of like that part. Me too. So. Mm. Yeah, I think the him him his story arcs that he's supposed to come to terms with his wife cheating on him and her death and his position in life that he didn't really become this popular person. You know, there's there's moments of him that are like this is supposed to be a huge redeeming moment for him. So he gets into the little figurines and he passes right. out on the fucking roof of his RV and you know says something up to his wife in the sky and a shooting star goes by. It's like yeah. Okay, so at that point, he should be like, okay, everything should be right back on track. But he continues to be a piece of shit, too. Yeah, man, he is, he's not a pleasant person at all. And, like, I like that, too, like, um, going back to whenever he finds out about Helen cheating on him, you know, 20 years ago. Or whatever, oh, my like, God. And the, when, he, when he confronts the guy and tries to fight him, like, he's, I was like, I even wrote, like, Schmidt's a terrible fighter. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's so, he's he so throws ridiculous. an overhand slap, which I've never seen oh, before. It's insane. Then, then he, like, pulls back on, too. It's great. <laughs> but, but like you're saying, I like that. I do like the Winnebago scene where he, like, forgives her for that and forgives the other guy. And gets the shooting star, but then he leaves him up there when he takes off, and those fucking statues just fly off. I did yeah. like that kind of camera angle; that was cool. Because he's right back on his shit, dude. Like, even though yep. he's like, okay, well, I kind of give you just, like you know, he he. And if there's there's little things you could pick up on of like who this person is, and again, we are surrounded by these people. Like these people oh, yeah. still exist now. <laughs> yeah, these people make our laws, actually, yeah, exactly. dude. And you could even listen in a lot of the scenes. Uh, well, not a lot of scenes. There's only two scenes. But sometimes he'll be riding in the car, and it'll be like these extreme fucking right-wing Republican talk shows. But it's very subtle in the background. And you could hear, like, as he's rolling into, like, a Dairy Queen in the background, just like, and that's why the liberals are coming for a boat, like that oh, kind yeah. of thing. And you could just Whatever see a little... Part, yeah. yeah, and you just see a little <laughs> smirk come across his face. Like, that's the last thing that brings him joy. Like, ah, yeah, okay, comfort yeah, again. Snowflakes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he rolls. What, what does he roll up to? When he's listening to that radio station, though. Oh, is that what it is? It's a radio station he's listening to. They're talking about liberals. He's, he's a smart right. Yeah. In the RV, yeah. he's rolled up to some place. I forget. It might be the tire shop actually itself. That's where yeah, it is. He, I think it is. he he did that then, and he also did that when he was going to the fucking DQ. Like when he see so he's running. <laughs> I like how he follows him around that one town. Like he got like one ticket, and then you see him like pulled up to the. I guess maybe it is the tire shop, and he's like walking over there, like, "What the fuck, man? You're parked out yeah. in the middle of the fucking road." 
Oh, but yeah. th these people, again, do the same things on road trips that you would think is like, and I would kind of want to do this too, especially his age, is go to these underwhelming like landmarks throughout <laughs> the area. <laughs> overpass. Yeah, like, oh, here's an overpass, and you could walk through it, and there's like this really bad like uh wax museum of of and bad paintings of things yeah. pioneers yeah right yeah I mean, you're like, to go to three like sort that. of museum or some shit yeah and i'd love right. to like write to a tunzian kid about it and that who doesn't respond and be like this is awesome someday you'll go and he's so out of touch too he's like well when you go to college you should be part of a fucking fraternity too i think that's <laughs> gonna work out this kid's fucking dying dude like surviving off 20 20 dollars a month or whatever and he when he goes back to the fraternity though it's, it looks like it's in the back of like a restaurant like a, like a shitty restaurant and he sees oh, yeah. a shitty picture it's like all crooked and shit and it's like he's kind of slightly in the in the frame he's just like yeah yeah here we go all right, yeah, here here. All right. Here. Yeah, my mark is days. my mark is here like kind yeah. of deal you know <laughs> so I well, about the, go ahead man oh, i love it whenever he goes to when they finally get to the house and of course, you see Kathy Bates is Randall's oh. mom, but he, when he goes to Randall's room and it's nothing but participation awards and, and uh, <laughs> like honorable mention flags and shit everywhere, it's just so fucking great. It deflates him so hard on the spot too. He's just like, "Fuck, this is who she's getting." Like and the there's one was like a a two week a participation, oh, yeah, school. two week perfect attendance at a two week course for like for electronics. Uh, yeah, for there's electronics at a community college kind yeah. of thing. But I'm so stupid that I would probably also be proud of that myself and put that up. <laughs> as, a, as a parent, you probably will be, yes. But I will say one thing, though. The interesting part about that is the sort of the dynamic of him looking at those things and also the dynamic of him talking to those people in the, those RV places. And they're like, you have a picture of your daughter? He's like, uh, no. Yeah. Not, yeah, well, not, him. Yeah. not even your uh, wallet. No. Yeah. It's like I always have a picture of my kid in my wallet. I was going to say, who the fuck doesn't have pictures of their children on them? You know what I mean? Yeah. Shane yeah. has to blast blast his ass, too, when he keeps going back to, like, don't marry this fucking guy. I'm telling you, don't marry him. It's not what your mom even wants. Though he but, is right. Yeah. Even though he's right, you, but it's not something that's within his realm of control at that. Like, it just exactly, fell yeah. on their own. All, all that does is build resentment between you and her, and yeah. that's just going to further drive you apart. Like, let her learn that lesson the hard way, because there ain't yeah. no way for you to teach it to right. her unless she learns that lesson the hard way. But... At the same time, like her coming back and being like, oh, now you give a shit about me. It's like, yeah, dude, you don't even carry a fucking picture around. Like, no, it's nuts, dude. Like, what? And that How dinner does is just incredible, too. We and, and, talked that the dinner is my favorite part. Oh, the dinner, dude. Holy dinner shit. is fantastic. Let's get into the oh, dinner. Yeah. Mm, mm. I swear to God, like, just, it's so awkward. The Duncan, the other brother, has the dumbest looking faces <laughs> I've ever seen. That was it's, such good so casting. Great. They, oh yeah, they, they just looked at me and said, "Put on your dumbest ass." Like, and he did the kind of the Napoleon Dynamite mouth. He did. He did. An even dumber <laughs> face. He did the Napoleon Dynamite on, mouth on. with an even dumber face on it, which was incredible, dude. It's, yeah. Ah. Which is yeah. weird because yeah, so like, he always so knew weird. that his brother was putting him in a, like, oh, uh, the pyramid scheme, and he's like, scheme, and he's like, he's this dumb. This guy's this fucking dumb. Like, he's that really stupid. Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it too. Yeah, there's like, it would, um, how'd the investment go? It's like, oh, you mean the Ponzi scheme? Like, oh, God, here we go. Pyramid scheme. Go. <laughs> you don't understand. You didn't know the tenants, and then he can't even remember the tenants of the fucking thing. Right. Uh, yeah. And he's like, you know, you found more people to invest under you than I would. <laughs> it's like, it's fucking insane. So dude. fucking funny. And the dad yeah, has to sit there about. and just stay blank faced and occasionally smile when somebody addresses him, like, at a half smirk smile. And, you know he's dying inside during that whole thing, dude. Oh, yeah. Kathy well, yeah. Bates is a fucking godsend in this movie, dude. I she love it. Yeah, Roberta is an amazing character. 
Oh, yeah, God. absolutely. Oof. Apparently, um, apparently this was a book too, and there's like three yeah. books. Oh, three books. I just said was one. Yeah, okay. um, there's sequels, but the director. Uh, he doesn't do sequels, so he declined to do those. Of course. Oh, oh Pete wow. does not do sequels. <laughs> Wait, yeah, is this exactly. the first of them, or were there two? Or the movie this is the first one. And then there's, oh a, there's two more after it. So, yeah, I definitely saw I can't. They're in the trivia. I can't remember what they're called, but it's just Schmidt does something. Schmidt gets better. You know, something like that. Like it was a Washington and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Schmidt does um, Dallas. Yeah, like a Jimmy Stewart style. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, no, like, I, I definitely want to check out the books, though. I didn't realize that they were books. Because, uh, but apparently in the in the book he's like a, a Jewish he's an anti semite he's a huge bigot, and they changed uh, according oh. to the author they changed everything in the book he's like other than the character and kind of how he acts everything else was changed <laughs> so oh, he's like I man. like the movie but it's absolutely nothing like the book wow. oh so he he that see I kind of like the movie's version better because you kind of want these things to happen to him if you know how anti semitic and what a right. piece of you know and he had like, this, and he had this like a Hispanic girlfriend in the book. Oh shit! Oh, really? <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, it's, she's she's another race. So I thought that was just hilarious. That is. Yeah, this, yeah. this one kind of just gives you little droplets of him being a piece of shit. Like if they open it yeah. up with, "Yeah, this dude is like legitimately a garbage person," then he, yeah, you'd be like, F-. "Then it's a humor. Then it's the whole thing is a comedy. There's no dark part of it for all this happening." Right. To you. So, yeah, but I thought that was interesting. I thought I that that's nuts. Let's see how they compare. I'm kind of curious what the rest are going to. Be like, or what the rest are like, but I'm kind of I don't know if I can handle that much cringe in such a short <laughs> amount of time, right? <laughs> I've been an asshole the whole time. God, it's got to get better, but I highly doubt it will. <laughs> no. Man, right, let's get back into that dinner and how fucking crazy like her ex-husband, Kathy Bates' ex-husband, <laughs> and he's just trying to like give a, a, a little speech, dude, and she rips into his ass you're gonna have you two days to give your shut fucking, the fuck up. Shut it. Drink your fucking milk and shut <laughs> Damn. up. Damn. Damn, bitch. Tell him. Oh god, that fucking <laughs> dude. So bro, and the way they're eating, they fucking portray it in such a disgusting manner that it's like, oh yeah. Uh, no, Kathy Bates specifically just <sighs> like crunching into bones and just like oh. you're interrupting my meal. <laughs> Well, I kind of I felt it sort of uh, refreshing, honestly, because like I've been to sort of like dinners like this before at family's houses. And yeah, some people have the lazy, the lazy Susan that you can roll around and there's like there's different shit on top of it. It just feels very lived in. It feels very real. Like on Roberta's yeah. house. So that's something I was going to say, too. And when I was watching with Jazzy, too, I was like, look at the interior of Roberta's house. And like even when I was younger and I was like, oh, I see signs of someone throwing trash out front and all this kind of shit. That never occurred to me as being like, oh, they live in a shitty neighborhood or anything. I was just like, oh, yeah, this is just different from what he's used to. And his house is a fucking like empty, vapid hole that yeah, has no museum. personality. It's a museum. Exactly. And her house is like all this fucking culture in every room, it. all these interesting knickknacks. Yeah, lived in. Exactly. So lived right, in, yeah. Yeah. right. And so I would he, argue. He's so confused. He's so he is literally shooken to the core, shaken to the core. His voice wavers when he's just like, oh, uh, Randall, uh, but, but the thing we're talking about, uh, what do you think with that? It's like, he's so fucked up mm-hmm. from like how they, deserve, how they sort of present dinner. He's <laughs> crushed well, he, his whole world. Ro- Roberta threw him for a fucking roll right off the start. It was like, let's start drinking and starts talking about her hysterectomy and all this. Like, I don't think that Love the that character, team. like, <laughs> the best. <laughs> Or her second marriage, like a, 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 and how you know sexual everything is. It's like a person like his character is never made to cross paths with a person that's her character. Oh yeah, because her character does what we're doing and is just like, 
I'm going to live life to live life. I don't give a fuck about the expectations. I don't know. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm just really orgasmic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really orgasmic, dude. Me and your daughter have that in common. I'm like, what the fuck, lady? <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Oh, yes, dude. Oh, oh that's that so little funny. fucking tell all speech was fucking hilarious. Kevin oh, Bates dude. just nails that shit. Oh, him going, yeah, for, yeah, at first it lines up with him going outside to fucking tell Janie, like, seriously, don't marry this fucking guy. His family's a nightmare. What are you doing? And then being locked out of the house and having to knock to get back in to sleep <laughs> on the waterbed and destroying his entire body. Oh, that waterbed. <laughs> no, 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 it's the bed, man. That's top of the line. I can't <laughs> have the fucking water. Aqua V3000, man. No way with that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just need something stiffer. <laughs> <laughs> I love, yeah, dude. Randall's great in that scene, too, just talking up. Oh, no, man, it couldn't be that. No way. <laughs> but, no way. But at the same time, though, which is really interesting, I, I, I found at least, was the sort of the whole, like, uh, since the dad can't, so, since Schmidt can't be there to help up uh, pick up the uh, the pamphlets, um, and Randall has to go to the airport and pick up two other people, um, his daughter, uh, Janine, is just so overwhelmed with everything. Yeah. And yeah. she's so upset with him, with Randall. Well, not upset with Randall, but, like, Randall's just there trying to, be, to sort of console her. Mm-hmm. He's never mean towards her ever. No, he's like, well, just, no, well, but no, she blows the fuck up person. on him. He's just too. stupid. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah he's he's, he's a, a very stupid, simple, very simple man. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I I find that it's really it's sort of uh, in contrast with Schmidt himself, which I find interesting too. Like like he can be right. bu- he's been bullied for like the last forty two years, unbeknownst to him. The man's he's never pissed in the toilet besides sitting down <laughs> in his own home. I mean, like it is incredible to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, that he, moment of freedom where he just pisses all over his own bathroom. He's like, now it. I'm free. That's <laughs> like, wow, dude. I love it too when he's writing the letter to Ngudu, and it's just oh, yeah. like, cause, you know, just like he's like, because she won't let me, because the promise to wipe the toilet seat up and down wasn't enough, and he just keeps <laughs> <off and laughs> some six year old African also, kid is picking that up and actually thought, having. Oh yeah, that he's like six years old. <laughs> oh, you know they're not reading him the of whole thing. Not. There's probably no, no voodoo no at all. Way. This is just a fucking no. money funnel for the whole. Get a hole. Could be. Yeah. It could be. Uh, but do I? I do. I do love. I think that was a genius idea. How they had the narration with him as writing the letters. I did mm-hmm. like that because narrations can fucking be really fucking annoying sometimes. I agreed, but yeah, the, yeah. this narration here with Jack Nicholson is a, is a perfect. It's it's truly really perfect. Yeah. yeah, I mean every yeah, time I, it's I perfect. Agree. Him being interrupted writing his narration is fun too. I like that quite a bit. Um, it just feels so lived in and real. Yeah, um, the dual the, the duality of him, like you were saying, and Randall kind of being the same as, as his wife uh, was. Uh, Helen was also telling. He's like, dude, my dad thought the same exact thing of your ass, dude. Right. Like when you're first starting yeah. off, you know. So yeah. what's so different, kind of deal. And thanks, his wife honey. just being happy and excited. Yeah, I say, thanks, honey. Just constantly just beating his ass down like every. Oh God, dude! And then that's describing how, that's how my grandparents were on my mom's side, man. They just they did not seem to care too much about each other. <laughs> just what it turns into, yeah, right? Fifty fucking years of marriage. Hey, Over that's fifty. Yeah. Who are we to say how the fuck two people can feel about each other after being in the oh, same yeah. household for fifty years? That that that's up to them, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the way he describes it is just like. Yeah, this is this is the plight of men and, and and women too. Like the fucking dealing with the little shit. Like I hate the way she takes her fucking keys out of her bag before she gets to the car by like thirty <laughs> feet. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's got to get to that. That's how it's gonna. That's how it is. Yeah, it's got to get to that time, dude. I did. I, yeah. Ugh. It sucks, but that's just human nature. Yeah. 
And what is it, you know? It's just uh, constant. When you're around each other so much, it's going to breed contempt, you know? Oh, no doubt, dude. My grandparents were the same way, and they were together forever, too, probably fucking just as long. And, yeah, that's the same thing. Same exact yeah, thing. Every little thing was... Is the term or whatever, yeah. Yeah, tick and tack fucking going after each other, dude. But it's... <laughs> It's just a yeah, circle. Yeah. That's that's the loop. We should be so lucky to fucking spend that long with somebody, I guess. Circle <laughs> of strife. Son <laughs> <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> I remember seeing my uh, my grandma recently, like the last, I don't know, four months ago or something like that. And my grandpa had passed away uh, maybe three years ago. They've been, But him and my grandma have been divorced for geez, a long right. fucking time, right? Um, but he still kept on his um, in his uh, in his death note. He's like, she'll take all the she can have the retirement, uh, which is wild to me because I he, he's he's a very simple man. But I never thought he would be sort of like he, he kind of roll into that sort of situation. But it's very respectful, sort of old school, but also very, very <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a very a very good person. But also, I know my grandpa would never get married again. Uh, and he left most of the stuff right. to my mom and to her. And it's just so weird when you go like when I saw her for the last the, the last time I haven't seen her in like a decade, and she's just like I'm just so thankful to God that your grandfather um, I still get his retirement plan every time, and it's really helped me. I'm like, that's great. That's it. <laughs> How <laughs> not, did, did you like him? <laughs> like, yeah, but not nothing guy? about like uh, he likes his money. He, but that was the responsibility of grandfathers back then was just a financial support. Right. You, you were a vessel yeah, of to bring of income. He married it makes sense to me. Right. Look, how, look how Schmidt, look how Schmidt is fucking made out in this entire movie. The only purpose of why he's needed at the wedding is to pay for things and for the fucking honeymoon. And, and also, and it, also, right. also truly uh, at some point, uh, it's very slight, but it's a, a very small point of the movie. But like, he also like, kind of like. Rubs it in her face, and Janine's face is like, hmm. "Oh yeah, right. You need the money for that one oh, simple situation." Oh, that right? was so cringy, hey, dude. I was like, "Damn, dog." Yeah, fucking cut yeah. deep. And she, she basically just kind of like said, "Uh, like just brush it off, like yeah, right, right, yeah. right, yeah." That that was such a I've been backed into a corner move from him of just like I I have no control over he you and being right a child. Yeah, yeah, he's being a child exactly. That's that's. Uh, I just think Charlotte in a lot of this movie, though, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Because he never felt more power. And why would he? He's never had any, like, bigger than life or cultural experiences (laughs) or bigger responsibilities than what's been presented to him and on his given life path and never strided from that, never took a different fork in the road. Like, never never did anything different, dude. So uh, you have somebody like Roberta, who I think is like, I would, the way I thought this movie was always going to go so many times is that he would find the situation that even though it's fucked up the situation that uh randall's side of the family has is something endearing and different that he would learn something from it and i think that's kind of point of the movie too and that how catering to him and nice to him nicer than anyone's ever been kathy bates is as a person and and you know and Randall too. Right. Randall, I mean, and it's it, Randall. Randall comes in with that pyramid scheme, but still, the guy's still really nice to him the whole time. Right. He could be dumb yeah. as shit and really he's nice. Not a to bad someone. person. He's just, yeah. yeah. He's just an idiot. Yeah. So yeah, Randall is like going out of his way with best intention every time, and it's it's just shows that I really thought that he was going to be enamored by their family, and boy, even to the bitter end, he wasn't, dude. <laughs> oh no. 
Poor guy. She even yeah. gave him a fucking perk, dude, and like <laughs> when his neck was all <laughs> fucked up and he was stuck off the side of the bed and he comes in, she's like, You're gonna need something stronger and gets him perked up. And oh, that's the fuck happy basis way to fuck around, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. man. Her, 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 yeah, her 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 vaginal surgery. She's yeah, she got the the, the meds to rock yeah. and roll it, and he's yeah, he's loving it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene right there after he's just zonked out and it's like at the recital and it's just like uh, he could just his hair's fucked up and he's staring off into space just like that's some really good stuff you gotta write that name you gotta write that name down <laughs> and then she tries to fuck him yes <laughs> yes oh May I say, not the worst pair of tits I'd ever seen. And I thought Kathy Bates' tits would be a nightmare, dude. I thought (laughs) that would be a fucking dream. I've seen so many worse tits than that. No, that was that. I have seen worse breasts in my life. I have have worse tits than she does, dude. She's glorious in that scene. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she she was rocking it. Apparently, that was a huge thing between her and the director, how much... Because he wanted to show like full frontal, and she's like, "No." <laughs> well, she, she almost did. Really close. She got yeah. very close. She's like, she, yeah, she's like, like she agreed a little from the front, obviously into the side, and she's like, "That's it." Good. And for then her. the floaters in the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> the floaters, yeah. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But it was surprising. Enough, like, I was like, "Oh shit!" I didn't expect Kathy Bates to get fucked. I mean, I remember hearing about this. That's what I remember yeah. hearing the most about the movie. When it oh. came out, it's like Kathy Bates because they goes like, hot, hot she, hot just, she, she, floats, she floats her bumper boats in the hot tub, dude. Oh, yeah, so great. Uh, but, but, but she's I, great. I she, love... She's awesome. She's great in everything. Oh, she's yeah. yeah, she is. She's just truly just like a, an incredible uh, actress. Um, just like non, like relentless, just amazing the whole time. And it, what Michael said before is like, that's what I I saw the movie already. I, what I heard for the most part was just like, "Yo, you guys see this man? You see Kathy <laughs> Kathy Bates is tits. Yeah, like, that a thing? All like, the, are we excited all about this right now? Like, what's what? We're running out to see I heard that. more what's about that than fucking like just Jack Nicholson. You know what I mean? One of the greatest actors of all time. Yeah. We, see, we see his ass all in here. About- it's really his ass. That's cool. I mean, but like, like. It's just the whole thing. It's just like uh, we've mentioned before a couple times in the podcast, like this under the skin thing. You see, like uh, Scarlett Johansson naked. It's like that's not what the movie's about, but she is yeah, naked. Right. But, but she yeah. is exactly. Oh no, it's an incredible performance. She's great in that film. It's just uh, it's like adding a little MSG to your food. That's the way I look at it. Punch it up a little bit, dude. It's nice. Created you know? naturally all the time. <laughs> it's pretty incredible. Uh, yeah, dude, uh, the scene with her, oh my god, dude, when he's just fucked up and laying in bed and she's feeding him soup and talking about how sexually on fire his daughter is with her, oh my with god. her son, oh, yeah. oh, that is, oh, dude, he's just stuck there with his mouth, like, it's, that's the face that, like, that's the face, and I've seen it three times now, that people, when they die of old age at their own home, like, it's the mouth, their mouth forms like that bottom corner of the mouth kind of open and then she's just pouring soup into that opening dude he's this is like the end <laughs> for him dude <laughs> he looks so miserable it's like so Ron, nice. Ron DeSantis is some shit right dude. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> oh fuck Ugh, man it's, I mean, it's pretty I, incredible I, yes absolutely and I feel like the wedding is it goes pretty well I think so too. Um, all things considered you know? yeah, yeah that speech yeah. I'm just waiting for it to like go fucking you know, here's Jack or something. Yeah, <laughs> boy, are there indications that that's going to happen? There, there are multiple indications that might happen. But what, do, what do you guys think? Or Mike, what do you think specifically? I, I thought he did a great job. Like I thought he, he swallowed his pride. 
and made his daughter happy, which at the end of the day, that's what you got to do. And yeah. at the end of the day, I'm not sure if she's happy. He looks very concerned. She, or either they're, they're going she, to divorce one day. <laughs> yeah. No fucking doubt. <laughs> I, yeah. This, in my I thought mind. two things. Two things that she's very happy to went through without a hitch. And the second thing is that I'm glad he said a speech and he didn't embarrass me, but I'm still embarrassed because he just says, I'm pleased at the end. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Look at that look on her face. No so happy doubt. for you. <laughs> None of that. Yeah. Too. And hope she, that actress is good. She was in Nip Tuck too for a while, I think. Which is a oh. crazy fucking show from. Back oh, she's an awesome actress, dude. That show was yeah. nuts. Hope Davis, her name. But yeah, no, she was. Yeah, I thought she did a great job. Um, that whole, like I said, she sells it with her face. It's like she's still disappointed, but like you said, Jeremy, grateful that it didn't fucking go terribly. Yeah, right. it was gonna take a turn. Yeah, it almost sure. did. <laughs> what I really uh, want to say not in a dramatic <laughs> pause. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'll mention yeah. this real quick. Uh, Mike might know. I try. I'm not sure about you, but Hope Davis is in the uh, that first season of uh, uh, of um, Pretty Mason. She's the lover oh, yeah. of the yes. yeah yeah the lawyer the not the lawyer but like she's, she's excellent in that. She's awesome yeah, in that movie. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but also I gotta mention this real quick. I saw this the other day. Um, she is in oh she's in Minx, and she's also in uh, uh, a in Minx. What is that? Ooh. I don't I think I've seen that. Maybe. I thought it was. I thought it was Manx. Not it. Uh, what I mentioned was uh, what I was supposed to mention was Succession. She's in like seven episodes of that, dude. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, Duh. what? Yeah, towards the end, she's like one of the boardroom. She's like the daughter of the the head boardroom guy or whatever. Makes sense. She's also in a re- one of the other. Yeah. She's also in the. She's uh, uh, in the sort of remake television miniseries for Mildred Pierce, which is a really good movie. Uh, from the 60s, oh, it's also a show. I remember seeing that. Yeah, the movie, uh, I've seen the movie. Yeah, great movie. She's got and some also, good creds. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah. A, and a, a, a big one of mine was back in the day when I was a kid. This is going to sound so weird to say because they're like, "Why did you like this as a kid?" But I, I did. American Splendor <laughs> with really? Giamatti, uh A great oh, fucking yeah, movie, man. I never, I never cared for it. Yeah. I love that movie so much, but yeah. But even so, as a kid, why? Especially as a kid, why would you be? In I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just awesome. love it quite a bit. No, it's yeah, not, it's, I don't think it's bad. It's just not my. It's not my thing. Right. Yeah. 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 It's wild. It's it's, it's kind of what we were talking about before. Before we jumped on, it's just like like this was the movies. This this was one of the movies we we got into when we started really getting into sort of character pieces. Uh, Millie, and, like yeah. sort of these uh, uh, family dramas like that, and we get, get to really connect with like. Real shit. Oh, shit, my mom's yeah, my mom's like this, my dad's like this, yeah, my grandma's like that, yeah. Right. This is a big one for me. I Got agree quite a bit. Yeah, uh it seems to follow the theme that we picked with our family movies of just being <laughs> fucking like it, it doesn't always end out good, but it kind of comes to a resolution of it is what it is, you know, and his speech is kind of his way of being like you know how I feel, but I'll put on a show for everyone else, and and this will be our, you know, I'll I'll fucking do what I can to support you, but I don't well, agree with what you're saying. I mean, he tells him like, he tells him Dugu like, way back. Yeah. He's just like like hey, you know, like it went out with a hitch, but like like I'm 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 a disappointed myself because I let her get married to this fucking in a group. Yeah. I'm a failure. Why are you a failure? You're not a failure. Like, and I don't this think is, I'm- my life has been of any importance to anyone. It's like, God damn, man. Yeah. And then he gets the letter, of course, from. Indigo, well, the, yeah. The, yeah. Well, from, yeah, his uh, teacher. Or whatever, well, the, the, the sister, yes. Yeah. The thing yeah. he's chasing, too, is kind of ridiculous. He's trying to chase something of, like, 
cultural significance. You know, he's like, I don't even want to become like a Steve Jobs or say he's like, I want to become like someone who shows up and starts his own company is in a fortune 500 thing. And it's like, what a weird thing to want to chase unless it's just for money, you know, unless it's just for money, then what a thing to chase. But it's his, his idea of what he wants is, ah, it's weird. It's a weird thing. It's convoluted as shit. So even if he did have that, I don't believe for a second that he still would be happy. He wouldn't be happy. Absolutely not. No, no. There's no way that makes anyone happy. That it doesn't. That doesn't fulfill you. And and you're like, I have a Fortune 500 company. Now I can rest easy. I'm done. I've fulfilled my life prophecy. I'm fucking whatever. Like his 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 little thing. It's like no. What you should be seeking after is like the love and approval of your child. But you should have been for her to, there for her to begin with. And you should have been able to you know to maybe divorce your wife fucking earlier on in life if life was that miserable with her and right. she loved Arrange somebody else. No, you should have married this piece of shit. Yeah. 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 But things he was never allowed to do, at least in his own head, or didn't have the balls to do, kind of cost him his entire life without moving forward and doing something that it isn't. So, social prominence is the stupidest thing to fucking chase. Ever. Yeah, I agree. It's, I agree. it's, it's very trite and childish to chase social prominence. You need internal fucking fulfillment or you're never going to be happy, period. That's why people that are rich and famous fucking want to die all the time and do kill themselves all the fucking <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> But I think about this too. I think about this as a parent, and but even I'll say this to you guys full heartedly. Even if I wasn't a parent, I remember giving pictures to my parents all the time as kids. I used to draw them. I used to draw draw pictures for them all the time as kids. Oh, yeah. And I remember when my parents got them, and I, I can't tell you what they count. What they're like, whoa, that's fucking amazing, or whoa, that's gonna truly this kind of bleeds into my heart. It's amazing. But like they seen these things I, I've made for them. And they, I know that they meant something to them at some point because I used to see them like hung up in my mom's office, hung up in my dad's uh, right. garage outside. And the fact that like Schmidt at the end gets a portrait of this at the end of him and hmm. and Dugu, I'm, I'm like, like, did your daughter ever make you? Because at the same time, like, you don't carry your your daughter's picture in your. Oh book. no, we're get, we're gonna and dissect you, that for sure. Yeah, and oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just like, like, you never you never got a picture from your daughter that, that sort of make you so cry. I've cried several times with pictures from my son. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's an incredible moment. But what it looked like in the picture itself is they were both brown. So I think it was actually the teacher and the Induku holding hands. And that's the picture he sent to Schmidt. Ideally, probably a good point. Maybe, maybe, but maybe not. Maybe that's the only colors they fucking have in Tuznia or whatever. (laughs) I think a lot of what he knows. Yeah, so. he was just saying, you know, like I, I don't feel like I'm of importance into anyone, and then he gets that letter. I think he's crying because of that, but I, I agree with you both. I I, th- I think it's still possible in the way I used to think of this movie, and that's kind of the way I think about it now. But I used to think that that was the ultimate punchline in the entire movie is that he poured his entire fucking heart out to the one person he thought would care about his existence because he's supporting them. And the reply that he gets back, like someone's reading this and explaining what all this stuff means to the kid, that he gets to sit down when he pees and shit. Like in his head, he imagines that someone right. is explaining that to this poor kid. And but no one is. When he, when he, of course, no one is. And this whole thing might be a scam in my head when I thought of this movie back in the day. And what the ultimate punchline to me was that all of the letters that you sent are probably being used to warm a fire to like cook a rat oh. somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right. Besides the chat. Oh, man. So true. You're, you're just giving, you're just providing <laughs> fire paper to like cook a rodent they killed somewhere locally. And uh, Thank keep you for sending the- more. Keep sending more. <laughs> we need more of that. And also oh, checks. Money. Right. <laughs> 
And so I always thought the biggest joke was in return when he kind of has that crying breakdown is that he realized that even the only thing at the very end of the day and the only person that he could rely on was a six-year-old kid, you know, that he's supporting. And even that kid, there's no way possibly that kid, you know, he oversteps a reach that once again comes back on. Now, I don't think that anymore. I think, honestly, he found significance and importance in that moment when he I saw that. So picture. I really think that's what it's supposed to be like. Finally, he gets this revelation and he's like ah, this affirmation that he's desperately seeking yes yes, yeah. yes which is yeah. which is almost like it's almost like twilight don't ask because like he just saw his daughter get married it's just like yeah. that should be the most important part of your life even if you're not happy with the guy like jesus christ man you shouldn't have to grin and bear, bear it so hard you know? yeah like, no I mean, Jesus, because it's, it's it's so self-centered that it's to him. It's so about the guy that he's not even thinking about his daughter's happiness to any fucking extent, which is insane no. in that moment. Yeah, like, look how excited is. and happy your daughter is. And this is supposed to be the happiest day of her life. And all you're going to do is sit there and fucking pout in the front seats like, dude, come yeah. on, man. And that's why I think uh, Warren Schmidt's a very complicated, complicated character. And that's why yeah. we kind of like him because he's a very complicated dude, but we can also find aspects of his personality that we've all kind of agree with and understand. But like at the same time, at the end of the day, we've all learned from our fucking problems. I mean, at some yeah. point in this movie, he, at the end, when he comes, comes through his door, just the fucking, all of these, all the uh, uh, letters on the fucking floor, he comes in, he's like, I'm worthless. Uh, and it's just like, dude, you got to grow up. Like <laughs> I've had this, I've had this before There's several no times in my yeah. life. I'm 38. It's just like <laughs> you're 68. I mean, it's it's like like yeah. it's crazy to me that a 60 year old year old 68 year old would be like like come through and be like I'm worthless. And he's sort of basically finding out what we all figured out when we we're like our, when we we're 18, 19 years old, like like 17, mm -hmm. maybe even two, like just listening to like Nirvana, Soundgarden, whatever. And it's just like like or glass jobs. Like yeah, I'm fucking worthless. I'm a piece of shit. But it's just like we grew. Then we kind of go find purpose. Like, go find right. fucking purpose. Yeah, uh, I, I think he's he's distracted himself with bullshit things like his fucking job and how much he hates his family he's and been told to care about. Right. And I think that's the thing is he's been distracted with things that he's wasted his time on that never added up to anything that maybe that's that's the whole point of what this fucking movie. I is. mean, all it added, up, all it added up was to retirement. And then at the retirement, he's lonely. Right. There it is. Oh, yeah, you can tell. Yeah, very, very, very. Again, obvious. I've. Three people in my life that I know who have retired and are as lonelier than they've ever been and are spending more time with their family than they ever have. And it's like <laughs> and they're trying to right. go back into the workplace because they're tired of him. He's tired of them. And it, it, they're so used to there being space and there's not that anymore. So it's like they, they yeah, man, I don't I can't it's imagine. Tough. It. It's, it's tough, hard, man. It's hard. I, it's my, I know somebody who's retired for like the last uh, 10 years and it's like like. What's happening in the world right now? I'm so depressed. I'm like, like, what's happening in the world right now? It's happened for a long time. You, you're old enough to know that it's yeah. happened for a long time, and, and now you're surprised it's still happening. Like, it does dude, seem to be I'm getting a sorry, little man. worse. I feel that a lot of that's like the older you get, the more disconnected you are from like the youth and what's happening. And it's just yeah. like this is like the progression, right? And I try to I try to not do that as much as possible, and and try to you know be as empathetic or at least try to you know. Try to try to recognize that I just don't get it. Maybe at yeah, this point. You know but I, I'm okay with and I'm okay with things that I don't get. Like I don't have to get it. 
Yeah, me too. I, I don't give a and, fuck. And I get let it be what it is, but I'm definitely not going to raise like, the Baptist. Sorry. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to like my personality isn't going to be based off of what the rest of the world's going to be doing, and and what I'm going to be doing isn't based off what the rest of the world's going to be doing or what they're exactly. doing currently. So that's that's like the all perspective. Yeah, all perspective, man. And he just never got perspective on himself. And now he's got time to think about himself after all those fucking years, dude. And boy, does it go to shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does. And there are some humble moments here and there with him going to different places uh, in Nebraska, but like at the same time, it's just like like you'll never be able to f- to fulfill that sort of hole, dude. Never gonna happen unless you like actually accept who you are. And you can tell this movie. There's there's slight points, very very slight uh, points where he tries to accept himself, but he can never actually truly accept himself. And right. and at the end, you know, we have the sort of ending that we all know, but like. I'm not sure if it, that's just like the realization of him accepting it, like what everything's happened or it's just a small minuscule <laughs> part of his life where he's just like, yeah, I'll be dead in the next 12 years or seven years or five years. Or maybe this kid was right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you never know what, 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 what he's going through because he never tries to really express himself. Um, Which makes me curious. A child. Yeah. Except being that same child, even as an adult. And it's, it's crazy to me. That you guys are telling me that these sequels or you know the the books that were it's a three part series because I'd love to see it how Hollywood would handle like fucking three years after this movie comes out it's you know Leslie Nielsen goes to fucking Tijuana <laughs> or, or like you know it's, it's Smith. It. <laughs> yeah I would watch it as Schmidt you know and and it becomes more of a slapstick comedy kind of thing and uh, it's it's nuts to me where that story actually goes I wish I had access to that. Yeah, man, I'm I'm definitely gonna look it up on probably Audible or something like that. Audible, yeah, Audible probably have them all, yeah, all too. Yeah, I'm definitely interested, man. This is I I love this movie. I'm glad you picked it. Like I've never, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through, man. So that was really cool because there's parts I remembered, of course, but I think it's more I remember the hype behind the movie than actually uh, watching. Yeah, it, you know what I mean, yeah. You gotta remember this movie. This movie cost like. I think it's like thirty, 30 million dollars. It raised like it made like a hundred and five million. It made a lot of money. Yeah. Wow, yeah, it made a lot of money. Yeah, he won the Golden Globe, but he didn't get the Oscar. Man. He's got he got it before. He's he's he's, he's this is the last, the last thing he did was really fantastic. He's a really good in the fucking movie. Besides, yeah, um, yeah. the, the play, the, the play, he's way good then. Yeah. Oh, the play that was nineties. I remember that. The nineties? Okay. Wow. Yeah, I remember yeah, renting that from on fucking VHS. Me too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm hoping one day we talk about the pledge on the show because I think the pledge is a, is a, a very, very underrated movie and also underrated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think. It's but this very good fucking flick, and also a very young uh, Benicio del Toro movie, big time. Oh, very young. Yep, that's true. Yep. Um, but this movie is a fantastic film. Um, I rented it on a Voodoo. These guys with the pirates, but it's on Voodoo, and you guys can pick it up anytime if you want to. But like, it's really a good movie to check it out. Uh, check oh, yeah, out. I definitely would movie. like to own it. Yeah, you should you should pick it up. I, I know. I, remember I still time. have the original DVD of this. It's That's one terrible. of the oh, yeah. Wow! It's got like the sky in the background, not the not the poster cover. It's just full sky in the background, and I've had that DVD for fucking ages, dude. And that's oh, one of the like ones my strange favorite. days. Yeah, like Martin stole the. Uh, he took. Martin took the uh, the standee. He had his apartment for the longest. Oh, that's awesome! You standy of fucking Nicholson, Nick Nicholson in the fucking in the living room. His fucking face. <laughs> yes, yeah, <this>, <laughs> watching me jack off. 
<laughs> a disapproving dying Incredible. face. <laughs> you know you like well, it, Jack. I, I have to mention one, one thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have to one thing, though. Um, the uh, dinner, the retirement dinner, uh, you can literally, it, it's like, if you, if anybody's ever been to a buffet or Ryan's, oh. Ryan's buffet. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, we used to live off Ryan's. Ryan's. Holy shit, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, you can yeah. smell like Cold the mold and the thick, the thin carpet. You can smell golden like corral. dust. Yeah. yeah, golden corral. You can smell like this, or champs back in Houston back then. It's been dead forever. Like this, like this old, dead fucking like uh, stuffed animal heads. Oh, these on are the kind of dying, man. They really are. They're cut- <laughs> yeah, it's fair. It's fair. They're, cu- they're, they're cutting that gross. Slab of meat. That was the first time I've seen real obesity. And I saw this really fat lady wearing sweatpants going to the bathroom. My brother and I saw her walk out with a shit stain on the back of her sweatpants uh, and then went yeah. back to the fried chickens, like to go grab some more. I was like, oh, oh man. no. Yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ, how do you get to that point? But yeah, yeah, there, yeah, yeah, I've never been to that point, but like, yeah, I, I can see it happening, it definitely happened. It's a Ryan's, yeah. Ryan's is the venue for that kind of action. Well, I don't know if it's still <laughs> right, around, yeah, Ryan, yeah, Ryan's is definitely that, I, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. There's a Golden Corral in New Braunfels that's actually really fucking good, though. It surprised me. I have been to a Golden Corral that fucking rocked my world before. Well, I've got dude, to my say, daddy, that. we used to go to the one in Orange all the time growing up, and I never really cared for it, honestly. But no. this one out here, I was fucking surprised. It's actually really good. It's like 12 bucks for the buffet. Yeah, there was one that had a pot roast that rocked my fucking world. And I was like, oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> what is going on? Get up. Okay. <laughs> Ryan's was much worse quality than that. And that's where we used to have our birthdays. Oh, man. Our birthdays were there. And they would have a little fucking shitty chant. And then they'd, they'd have a busted cake. for. Yeah, it was, it was good times, dude. Yeah, it's the times it was the worst of times. <laughs> <laughs> did we tell of two titties? <laughs> I don't think we mentioned it, but I love the scene. My favorite scene in the whole movie is probably um, the scene where he goes into the gas station. He's like, I talked to an Indian. Well, oh, oh, like oh yeah. now, but um, they got a really bad deal. <laughs> they got a raw deal, man. No shit. Raw deal. Sherlock. <laughs> But again, all he's listened to is like all he's been is a fucking insurance guy, and all he's listened to is fucking conservative extremist conservative radio the whole time for like 30, 40 years. So like he doesn't understand what Umguku is fucking going through and that he's not gonna go to college and get a fucking join some fraternity or that this fucking gas station uh uh Native American is is like gonna fucking of course is hey man we really fucked those yeah we did dude like no shit this is why something Sh- that why Schmidt's drinking a fucking super gulp and shit it's like yeah, yeah. That's, that's so big gulps huh the big gulp oh yeah yeah big gulp. all right later guys well, see you later <laughs> big gulps huh? oh man. It, it did kind of fascinate me, though, because uh, I was listening to a podcast about the Donner Party, the American convoy party. That oh, was terrible. Oh, yeah, great. A bunch of people died. Um, and, it, you know, fascinating. I remember one part of it. They're like, you know, they traveled 34 miles in a month and a half. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's absurd. You know, you, you, just, you didn't think about it. I didn't think about it. And think about like all, how many times your wife conditions that had to. How many times your wife has like made have had abortions by herself the whole time? Like, like oh. you've had sex several times. It's like 
yeah, it's just kind of how it is on the road. Oh, mis- <laughs> yo, miscarriages. Yeah, on the fucking road. And then, yeah, the survival suit. You had to have so many fucking kids because just you knew very few of them were going to survive. Or they, or they right. aborted themselves. You know, it's, just, it's a strange thing. It's it's very, and the, all like the guy playing like a fucking fiddle the whole time. Like, yeah, I mean, it's great. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just like, it's, it's such a like... wild thing to me, man. But this guy's rolling in a fucking 30 foot RV. Right. Yeah, he's, he, he gets to pay for and talk to his daughter. <laughs> So that's what you're saying, Mike. There's times that I'm like, I've traveled and I'm like, how the fuck? Like the Florida Everglades, (laughs) the Florida Everglades. And I look and I'm just like, how the fuck did anyone traverse this shit? Like, (laughs) how? How? It's thicket and it's fucking swamp. How the fuck did anyone make it across the state? It's all of Louisiana. I ask myself that every time. I. Oh, yeah. How the fuck did anyone make it across this place? It's all swamp and woods. And it's fucking nuts. things that will kill you everywhere. Everywhere. Everything everywhere. wants to destroy you. But yeah, that's that's uh crazy. Yeah. It is, yeah. I saw you saw my aunt like a couple weeks a couple months ago, and she's like, What the fuck is the freeway? <laughs> she's, from Col- <laughs> she's from Colorado. She's like, There's no fucking freeways in Colorado. Like, what the fuck is all this shit? <laughs> <laughs> they do have highways <laughs> in Colorado. Is she right. rural? Is she rural Colorado? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, he's outside of Colorado. Yeah, that's that's got to be out there, man. Because there's only like two main roads that go through Colorado, and the rest is oh, all. Yeah, just... I've, been, I've been through them, man. It's just a straight fucking shot the whole time. Eighty oh, miles yeah. an hour, <laughs> rolling through, dude. Sixteen <laughs> hours straight. Yeah. No, no, no. We stopped and since we didn't sleep like halfway. Like when we got to Amarillo, we just pulled into like a little fucking parking area and passed out in the back of the truck. Oh man, it was a fun trip. Same I actually thing. had a great time. Road trips. Oh I would, yeah, I would, yeah. yeah. But yeah, could you imagine wagon trips? Fuck. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm out. John has died of dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> but a fascinating yeah. pick, Ron. Well, pick, well, great, uh, great pick, dude. Um, and you. I can't wait to get into uh, Mike's pick next time because we're gonna get right back into the Ooh, family drama. Be a good one. Oh yeah. And a movie I've never seen before, so I'm really excited about seeing that. So. Yep, I'm excited because I haven't seen it in such a long time. It's funny. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, but um, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Uh, don't be a piece of shit, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, guys, right? Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Next week, bitches. That's right. Take it sleazy, y'all. Later. Later. <laughs>